Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saguay. Uh, today, I'm going to talk with you about the works of the flesh. As entrepreneurs, again, this is part of our weekly devotional uh, that com- goes out every week uh, to our to our members. If you do not get these devotionals and you desire to get them, just go to our website at nehemiahecommunity.com, uh, nehemiahecommunity, I'm sorry, .org, or is it .com or .org, I'm not sure, <laughs> nehemiahecommunity, I think it's .com, .com, there it is. And there you'll, um, you'll just sign up or become a member or sign up to receive the, the, the devotionals. You get them once a month if you just sign up. But if you become a member, you get them on a weekly basis. So uh, they're great devotionals written for entrepreneurs. So today we're going to talk about the works of the flesh. And what does that really mean? By the way, happy uh, uh, Easter week. Happy Good Friday celebration for those of you uh, who, um, as we look at the next couple of days, for the day where our Lord uh, uh, were, was, was buried for our sake. And then, of course, uh, for those of us who will be celebrating on Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, the day that he has risen, uh, happy Resurrection Sunday to all of you. And uh, may the Lord just uh, bless you this week with um, incredible, incredible uh, spiritual blessing. May you experience him like never before. May your intimacy with him grow and evolve. And may he, as he resurrects on Sunday, or no, he's already resurrected. As you experience Re- Resurrection Sunday, may everything in your life and business that you've been believing God for, for it to resurrect, may all of it resurrect this Sunday in Jesus' name. In other words, may Monday be a renewed day for you as you experience the rest, the resurrected power of our Lord and Savior. So Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 says this. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. <laughs> I like that. So in other words, the Apostle Paul is saying, you know it. I don't even have to tell you. It's evident, right? And of course, the works of the flesh are those things that do not align with the will of God, right, for our lives. He says, there are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred. Contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. In other words, they are others uh, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things, right? So those who live their lives and run their businesses while committing idolatry, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and things like that. Those who practice those things, watch this, will not inherit the kingdom of God. I mean, that is as plain as daylight. No, those of us who are, who've gone through biblical entrepreneurship, we are running what we consider kingdom businesses. We are in the marketplace doing business God's way. We are living for his glory. 
no matter how righteous we are, we project to behave, no matter what labels we put on ourselves, if we practice the things that I've just shared, which are the works of the flesh, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. It's not negotiable. So the question, what does that mean? What does it mean to inherit the kingdom of God? You know, Jesus Christ talked a lot about the kingdom of God. He said the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is like this. What does that really mean? It means to receive all the promises of God according to scripture, right? So to inherit the kingdom of God means that you receive all God's promises for your life and your business according to scripture. It also means that your life and business, right, is being ruled by the eternal will of God, meaning that that your your life and uh, your business that you're living them according to the rule and the will of God, right? So that means that everything that you're doing, you are fully submitted, fully in to the will of God. So that's essentially what it means. You're experiencing all the, everything that God promised in scripture, you're experiencing it. Now, so because see many of us, the challenge is that we have the label kingdom business. We've gone through biblical entrepreneurship. We call ourselves Christians, but our lives, by the way, when I say your life, I mean the way you operate at home, the way you treat your wife, right? Your children, your siblings, the way you operate in business with your customers, your employees, right, with, uh, with your investors, with your bank, with the government, the, with your neighbors. And it was the way you do everything, the way you treat those you love, those you don't like, the way you go to the bathroom, the way you, you do everything, the way you play sports, the way you watch television, <clears throat> that everything that you do must reflect kingdom living if you truly want to experience kingdom reward. So if, if you're not exemplifying that, then, then, you, then you're not going to experience the, 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 the kingdom of God. And it has to be on all of our lives. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't make mistakes or you don't sin, but, but see, within the kingdom, we make mistakes. That's the difference in the kingdom and religion, right? In, in religion, we have to be perfect. But in the kingdom, we serve a perfect savior. <laughs> Let me say that again. So in religion, in other words, if you're religious, then it's about you being perfect. But in the kingdom, it's about him being perfect, right? So what does that mean? So in other words, it means that if I make these mistakes or if I experience these issues, then I, 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 I repent and, and, and resubmit my life to him.
right? And trust him that he's forgiven me, right? Because in the kingdom, there's redemption. In religion, there's no redemption, right? In other words, you know, Romans says, you know, Romans, I believe, chapter 12 says, therefore, there's no condemnation, right? I think, I think, it's, 10, yeah, I think it's 12. There's no condemnation. In religion, there's condemnation. In the kingdom, there's no condemnation, right? So this is not designed to condemn you because you are in the kingdom, but it's designed to redeem you because you are in the kingdom. But in the kingdom, we do not continue to, we do not exemplify the works of the flesh because we know we've been redeemed. That's not the kingdom. The kingdom says this, I reject that because I know I've been redeemed. Right? The works of the flesh. Now, so the apostle Paul said that these were evident. In other words, he's saying, you know when you do these things. Before I was a Christian, there's a lot that I did that I'm not proud of. And I didn't feel guilty about it, right? I mean, I would feel guilty if I like hurt somebody, right? If, if I, but other than that, you know, I, I, there's a lot of things that I did that didn't hurt people. I, I give an example. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I hope my daughters aren't watching, right? But so before I was a Christian, you know, I I I I I, I didn't come to Christ, right? Um, as as a virgin, as an example, right? My girls always ask me, say, "Daddy, were you a virgin? You met mommy?" I was not. All right, don't tell my girls. But so I didn't feel guilty about that behavior before I was Christian. Because I was a non-Christian, I just I lived a life of lust. But when I became a Christian, right, my girlfriend now, who's my wife today, incidentally, we had to repent of our ways, and, and we had to rededicate our lives to the Lord, right? And we had to repent of that behavior. So, so I literally remember it was a, it was interesting because. So we, we're heathens and we get we come to Christ together, right? And so we both, and we've been sitting together, so now we both have to repent. And so as we repented, we now have to make a vow before God that we will be pure until marriage. Now, that was a tough vow, right? It was a tough vow. And no wonder we married a year later, because <laughs> I don't think we're going to last at anything beyond that. So we had to make a vow before God, not because that that is that not because that that saved us no was that vow that commitment to purity wasn't what made us saved because we were saved we then made a commitment to purity you follow me because we were in the kingdom so in the kingdom we do certain things because we are in the kingdom right not to get in the kingdom but because we are in the kingdom so, 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 so that's what we did. So, so as a result, so after salvation, anything then that we did that was not kingdom-like, we felt guilty, right? And we had to repent. When we do stuff, we had to repent, right? So, so in the kingdom, there's repentance. So when he says those that do, do not, will not inherit the kingdom of God, I know he's saying, 
He's saying, if you do these things and do not repent, if you do, if you do, do these things and, and, and you repent and you still feel condemned, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God, right? Because in the kingdom, there's freedom. In the kingdom, there's liberty, right? I mean, so, so that idea of inherit the kingdom of God is there's a lot in there, a lot of freedom and a lot of joy, a lot of peace. And matter of fact, this week should be a week, a reminder of what's in the kingdom. But let's talk about this work of the flesh because the works of the flesh keeps you and I from experiencing or, or from inheriting the kingdom of God, right? And, and, and the challenge is some of us, based upon how long we've been saved or based upon how redeemed we are, right? How much you renew our mind, we like some of the works of the flesh. I'll be honest, it feels good. That's what the Bible calls it, the works of the flesh, right? So, so let's look at it one by one. So the works of the flesh are idolatry. What does that mean? So if you're a married person and you participate in sexual activities with someone else, or if you have lust in your heart for someone else other than your spouse, right? You are an idolater. And if you don't repent, no matter what you call your business, what you call yourself, no matter what label you put on yourself, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Right? Idolater, that's what he's saying. So, so if you so if you so if you are participating in idolatry, guess what? And you are in the kingdom, repent. Repent. That's what you gotta do, repent. That, that's easy it is. Right? And and, and because in, when you repent, you you it's like it never happened before the Lord. Immediately, you you begin immediately, you begin to now there may be consequences for it. Right, I've, I've I've helped a lot of people walk with some people now who have had idolatry, where we're dealing with, and they have consequence they're facing because of it. But the consequence does not mean that God has not forgiven you. It's just there are consequences when we make certain mistakes. Right, fornication. If you're sexually active. Or lusting in your heart. This is for single people. You're sexually active or lusting in your heart or engaging in any act of sexual pleasure and you're not married, you're fornicating. Repent. Because that behavior will, on, will keep you from inheriting the kingdom of God. Right? The joy, the peace, the fulfillment. Right, and all the other goodies that comes from being part of the kingdom. Repent. And this is a great week to repent, by the way, because Good Friday tomorrow, resurrection Sunday is two days later. Uncleanness. If you are if you if if you are morally impure, if you're participating in sexual perversion or evil thoughts, repent. Right? Repent. If 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 you know pornographic movies, uh, you know, shows, that kind of stuff. Repent. Because it will, it will keep you from inheriting the kingdom of God. Lewdness. If you're acting in behavior that uh, directed at sexually enticing others, 
how you dress, how you carry yourself, you're promiscuous, right? These are things that you do before fornication. Repent. Idolatry. If if you're worshiping, uh, by the way, men, if if you play with yourself, repent. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, when I I remember as a as a little boy when I first discovered, <laughs> you know, uh, when you first discover sexual pleasure, right? You play with yourself, right? And and they have some grown men who still play with themselves. Repent. It, you ain't even got to be Christian to just to, to not to play with yourself. You're a grown man. Repent. <laughs> right? Repent. Some of the stuff we've done. I tell you. Repent. And by the way, this is this 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 podcast today is PG 13 or rated R. So if you want if you have kids around you, make sure they're not listening. Uh sorcery. If if I'm sorry, idolatry. If you're worshiping other gods, if if you're your worship of devotion of things than God repent. Sorcery. If you're practicing witchcraft, magic, or you're dealing with evil spirit, repent. Anything that's it's any spirit that's not of God, not because of scripture, repent. Hatred. If you have an intense dislike for someone else, by the way, no matter what they've done to you, all right, holding a grudge, or or you're wanting to hurt somebody or see someone hurt because of what they've done to you. By the way, no matter what they've done to you, repent. Repent. Because understand this, you're saying, Lord, I want to inherit the kingdom of God. But but if you've got grudge in your heart, right? If somebody hurts you, and because of that, you're looking for repent. Because in the kingdom, there's no revenge. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. It could be your husband. It could be your boyfriend. It could be your employer. It could be your parents, your mother, your father, your brother, your sister. Don't matter. Repent. Because, again, there's no hatred uh, in the kingdom of God. Contentions. If you're if you're difficult, you're argumentative. If you're one of those people that that argue over everything, repent. Stop arguing, right? If you're a nagging wife, repent. A nagging husband, repent. A nagging boyfriend, a nagging girlfriend, repent. Stop. Stop. Na stop nagging. Stop being argumentative. It's not about who's right. It's about what's right. And when you focus on who's right, you end up being wrong. Repent. Because I'm trying to help you to inherit the kingdom of God. And I'm trying to help you to deal with the things that's keeping you from inheriting the kingdom of God as a biblical entrepreneur. I like what uh, B.B. Ford says. She says, no hatred in the kingdom of God. Amen to that. Amen to that. No matter what has happened. If you're jealous of others, you know, if you're hostile towards someone you believe has an advantage over you, you're striving to excel at the expense of somebody else, repent. Repent. Outbursts of wrath. If you have lasting anger, great anger because you perceive somebody did you wrong, repent. Selfish ambition. If you're seeking to get the advantage purely for, for, for personal gain or without regard to others, repent. 
dissensions. If you're disagreeing, uh, if your disagreement is leading to discord, causing trouble, rebellion, disorderly, repent, heresy, you're rejecting sound biblical doctrine and replacing it with false doctrine, repent, envy, you're feeling discontent and resentful, longing uh, that aroused by someone else's possession, in other words, you're envying what other people have, repent, murders. If you're planning on killing somebody, if in your heart you're killing people, repent, drunkenness. If you're excessively drinking, taking advantage of drugs uh, to the point of losing good judgment and self-control, repent. You must be trees. After the Bible, you know, said wine was okay. Yeah, but not drunkenness. What is drunkenness? When the alcohol starts taking control over you, you can't handle it. When you start justifying with yourself by saying, I got it. See, drunks always say, I, I'm good. I know what I'm doing <laughs> while well, messing things up. I know what I'm doing. I'm in control. You know, it's kind of like my wife and I like to do road, road trips. And sometimes I start, if I'm starting dozing off, I'm stopping tired. And she said, baby, are you okay? You want to drive? I said, no, I'm good, babe. I, I, I'm good. I'm good, babe. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm nodding off, but I'm good, right? So I'm, I'm, like a, I'm acting like a drunk, right? I'm not being honest. See, I'm no longer in control, but I'm acting like I am in control, right? If that's you, repent because you're not in control. Revalries, partying hard, lively, noisy, festivity, which include drinking and music. Repent. And by the way, there are other stuff. In other words, the things that makes you feel guilty that you know are inconsistent with the wood, with the will and the word of God, repent. Because if you're in the kingdom, then then these things will make you feel guilty. I don't have to tell you. The apostles, they're evident. You know what's wrong, <laughs> right? You know what's wrong. First of all, do you know that uh, God has written a moral code in the universe that even non-Christians know when they do wrong? And then so Christians, you have the Holy Spirit. You get convicted even so. So, so, so you, at two level, there's a moral code, right? The Bible says that even in nature, he, he kind of, you know, he articulated the moral code. But then beyond that, as Christian, you have the Holy Spirit that convicts you when you do certain things wrong. So there's no excuse. That's why he's saying it's evident. It's evident because it's in the moral code of nature. Secondly, the Holy Ghost is with you. He convicts you when you do certain things wrong. And by the way, if you cease to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, and and you and you reject the 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 the, the chastisement or the, the the when it's trying to convict you, you do nothing about it. Over time, it's going to quiet because he's a gentleman, and he's going he's going to leave it to yourself. And what's going to happen? You're going to shipwreck your life and your business because you're no longer listening to the the the, the spirit of wisdom, right? Guys, this is good stuff. Listen, you might choose what does that got to do with business? Let me say what got, let me tell you why it's got to do with business. You cannot succeed in business. You cannot succeed in business, in ministry, whatever organization you're doing, if you don't repent of the work of the flesh. Because whatsoever man sow it, that shall he also reap. You will lose, I guarantee you. You will, if you can 
Repent of the work of the flesh and trust the Lord to do his thing in your life. You are going to experience the kind of success you've never experienced before. I guarantee you. If not, I'll give you your money back. You call me. You said, Patrice, you said this and I've done it. I repented of the stuff and I and I lie my life. I'm treating my employees a certain way. I'm my life is certain. I'm treating my parents or my husband. Whatever the case may be, I'm living right because I'm in the kingdom. And you said, Patrice, I'm not experiencing what you talked about. And then let's have a conversation. That's how I take you out. I take you out. We go out to eat so, I, so we can talk about it. That's how much I believe in this because it's true. The works of the flesh are evidence. And those who do those things will not inherit the kingdom of God. What's the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God are the promises of God that is in scripture, enabling us to have what he called the abundant life in whatever we're doing, in business, in life, whatever we do. Well, I hope that this, this um, podcast blessed you. It blessed me for sure. A great one as we prepare for Good Friday tomorrow and, and Sunday, for Resurrection Sunday. And um, if you enjoy this podcast, listen, share it with others. All right, share it with others. Share it with other people who may also be blessed by it. You may know someone who right now, they're struggling. They don't know what, what, what they need to do to create a breakthrough. Maybe this is it. Maybe they need to evaluate their lives and say, I'm not operating the works of the flesh. You may know somebody who's been operating the spirit and, and maybe you need to help them to say, you know what? Hey, be encouraged because you've been avoiding these things. Your day is coming, right? Uh, so share this. And then if you need our help and you have a business or looking to, to start a business and you say, you know what, Patrice, I, I, want, I need you guys to help me. Well, visit our website, nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com. There you'll learn about our training program, uh, whether it's identity and destiny, serve with love, biblical entrepreneurship, but we can work with you in getting your business going or starting your business from a biblical perspective. Or you can learn about our coaching program. We have coaches that are prepared to work alongside you. We have you know, 30 minute coaching to one hour to group coaching. We have all kinds of coaching packages that we can come alongside you and help you in truly building a kingdom business. You can also learn about our access to capital program where we, we have financing. We can provide you a capital to start or expand your business or connect you with investors that are part of our network. And you can also learn about being a part of our community. Uh, we have one of the fastest growing entrepreneurship communities in the world with entrepreneurs from Asia, Africa, Europe, Latin America, North America, and all over the place. Join this community because membership does have its privileges so that together we can transform the world. We have life group meetings, connect meetings, all kinds of things that are happening within the community. So you can be a part of it and be a part of people who share your values so you can grow your business. With that said, we have a seminar coming up. Uh, there's a link there for you uh, coming up. It's a free seminar, no cost to you. Uh, look to take a look at it and, and sign up and be a part of that. We have our annual conference coming up, Nehemiah Week. If you sign up now, you can get some, some savings. Uh, there's a link there for you as well. You can sign up. And if you want to just meet with a coach, somebody to kind of just assess your situation and give you some guidance, there's a need assessment. And just fill it out. Just say, I need help. And then someone meet with you for no, no cost to you and just see how we can provide you guidance and support. With that said, again, happy Resurrection Sunday. Happy Good Friday. Have a great week. And remember this. 
If you operate in the works of the flesh, repent. If not, then amen. Keep at it because you are in the kingdom of God and inheriting it. Having said that, let me pray for you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord enable you to steward those talents that are under your care, whether it's doing it through ministry, through a job, through a business, whatever the case may be, and to steward it in such a way that one day you'll hear those wonderful words, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. He'll not make you rule over much. God bless you. Thanks for watching and listening.